welcome to this special edition of the Bailey's Horse Feeds podcast, where we look at what our nutritionists are looking for when they're working alongside the vets at the British Breeding Futurity Young Horse Evaluations. I'm joined by senior nutritionist Emma Short, who herself is out there doing the evaluations with the vets um, when they happen. And uh, this year, at last, we're back to um, real live evaluations in August, while there are also some virtual um, entries being made now through July. So we're just going to look at what um, sort of thing they're looking for, the sorts of issues they might notice and pick up on, and how diet can affect how the, um, these issues can be managed going forward. So Emma, just briefly remind us what you are looking for when you're, you're standing with the vet um, and looking at these young horses. Okay, so the two things that we are evaluating on at the time is we're looking at body condition score, um, which tells us how much body fat essentially that, that youngster has. Um, so whether it's a ideal, so moderate, so body condition score of five with the one to nine system, yeah. um, or whether they're slightly under, so a little bit sort of maybe ribby, maybe they haven't got quite enough sort of calories or enough energy going in the diet to support them, or whether they are, you know, getting a little too heavy um, and we're getting body condition scores of, you know, six, seven, etc. So that's what we're looking at with the body condition score of, of basically how much fat, how much body, you know, body condition, etc. they've got. Mm. Um, and then we're also so looking at um, sort of muscle development so we have a top line assessment which we're looking at um, so this is slightly different in that where body condition score is telling me how many calories or you know that that youngster is is getting whether it's enough or not for, for growth and development the top line assessment is telling me whether they're getting enough essential nutrients such as your quality proteins your essential amino acids yeah um, and we're typically looking at whether that youngster has sort of the a, an ideal muscle development for its body type um, and obviously age so if they haven't got quite enough and they're under then quite often that's indicating to me um, that they maybe haven't got enough of the the correct um, quality protein in the diet to support yeah. um, growth development but also muscle tone etc um, and if they have got a good um, muscle assessment then actually indicates that they're actually getting good optimum levels of protein within the diet so yeah. that's essentially what we're looking at um, you know is, is body fat with the body condition score and actually you know a yeah. muscle with the top line and assessment. it's and it's worth um, reminding um, breeders isn't it that actually this is an important part of the whole evaluation pro process in as much as they are given scores it contributes to their overall evaluation score so it it is important to to try to to present the youngster you know as optimally as you can isn't it and also it's worth reminding everyone that it's very much a collaborative approach with the vet on on the day um, and that you guys confer quite a lot over over what you're seeing and then and then what you might suggest going forward for Mm -hmm. each individual so with the foals let's start uh, with with the the young ones and work our way up um what sort of are you seeing specific issues what what sort of things are you seeing with with the young foals that 
that you see? Yeah, young foals, we don't have a, a huge amount of issues in this particular area, mainly because the foals are still on the mare. Yeah. Um, so, you know, majority of their nutrition is, is coming from mum, um, three, you know, particularly three months and under. Um, so usually they have a reasonably good body condition score, usually around five. It's rare for them to maybe be a, a six or a four, but we do get that, but yeah. that, that's quite normal. Um, and with respect to muscle, um, they're usually pretty good, to be perfectly honest. We, yeah. we get the odd one that, that may not be, um, but a majority of the time, yeah. um, there's not a huge disparity. I suppose the main issue that we see with some of you youngsters um, is we will get sort of some of your growth um, also, you know, your orthopedic um, issues. Yeah. So you might have epiphysitis, for example, um, which is essentially sort of inflammation of the growth plates in maybe the knee or the fetlock. Yeah. Um, and, and you can see that particularly with your rapidly um, growing foals. Right. Um, more so. Um, but that is, I suppose, what we, we, we do see. And, and But we, you know, from a nutritional point of view, if it is nutritional and it can be a combination of factors that's creating a problem, we can certainly work, you know, with the vet to, you know, to hopefully, you know, to, to get the problem sorted, essentially. So... And um, say you have got... Um, say your foal is a, is a little... Um, not thriving quite as well as you'd like. What sort of thing can, can people do... Okay, so yes, if you've got a young um, foal and they're not thriving very well, so maybe it could be that maybe the mare's not milking particularly well, she could be an older mare, for example. In those instances when the foal is maybe a little under, um, you know, under condition, underweight, um, and they're three months and under, we would look at sort of potentially supplementing with a milk-based um, creep feed um, in order to provide a little bit more from a calorie and from a nutritional perspective as well. Um, on the other hand, I suppose, if you've got a foal that is a little over and maybe yeah. overtopped, for example, um, and growing quite quickly, and may, whereby you may have issues with pivocytis, um, then in this instance, we would look at supplementing with sort of a vitamin and trace mineral, um, sort of either a drench or a paste, and we have our foal assist, which, which we can use in this instance. Yeah. And the idea behind this is that they're too young, really, to be on a proper bucket feed, unless it's a milk-based um, product. When, you're, when you have a foal that is growing quite quickly, what we need to do is support that growth. That's essentially what we want to do. Yeah, you can't really stop it, can you? No, you can't. Or, and you shouldn't really be trying to at all. No, exactly. And, and there is sometimes a train of thought that if you have got a, a, a rapidly growing foal, that actually we need to cut the mare back. Actually, that's not going to make any difference um, with how much milk she's producing. She will just milk off her own back. So yeah. she will pull from her own reserves um, and ultimately she will start to lose weight condition muscle tone because she's producing she's genetically you know designed to produce mm. a certain amount of milk and she will do that you know almost regardless of, yeah. of what she's getting so the key here is to support that growth mm. and we can do that with things like the foal assist so we're you know supporting their the vitamin and mineral requirements which can be a little bit under par in certain um, circumstances yeah um and actually you quite often see a difference quite quite quickly within sort of maybe four weeks of you supplementing right you should start to see an improvement right. um the other issue i suppose if you have a um a very young foal particularly that's maybe quite um keen on tucking in on mum's <laughs> mum's feed which is yeah. quite often the case um, you may need to look at, you know, raising you know, bucket up high, you know, high enough so that, you know, the foal can't maybe reach 
or you may need to look at sort of trying in some ways to sort of separate mare and foal when they mm. are um, when they are eating just to make sure that you know the foal that we can't utilize the feed particularly well you know three yeah. months and, and under um, just so that you're not sort of putting unnecessary calories in when yeah. it doesn't need it yeah and if you know any issues um, certainly that you and, and the vet do confer and you do talk it through with with everyone and with, you'll even work with with a breeder's own vet or or farrier if necessary won't Absolutely. you just to make sure that um we can we can achieve the best possible outcome with with any scenario yeah, really because if you're all trying to achieve the same thing you actually get much better results yeah. because you can work together to yeah. you know to, to get the optimum yeah. <laughs> out of them absolutely so many of the foals that we see are actually um, younger than three months, aren't they? But what about the ones that are that, that little bit older? Yeah, so foals that are sort of three, you know, three months, or well, three to four months, really, I suppose, is sort of the, the key time, is that their digestive systems are changing at that time. Yeah. And actually, this is the time we'd recommend that they have their own specific stud ration. So you can start introducing things like a stud balancer, for example, if they're you know, doing very well, holding weight very well. Um, which quite often they are at that age um, or if they needed a bit more help than stud cubes or, or stud mix but the key really at that age is that they should be being introduced into their own bucket feed um, so that they're getting the right balance of nutrients because what happens is that your nutrients within mare's milk will be starting to decline right um, yeah naturally the mare is getting that foal ready for weaning yeah um and therefore they they do need more nutrition so it, it's a real you know it's key to make sure that they're getting ideally their their own bucket feed and um when we're looking at again looking at growth problems for example we really push you know, we really push for this to ensure that they are getting the right nutrients the right balance of nutrients from their bucket feed so it can be tricky from a management point of view in some certain instances so whether you can you know work out a way whether you can again separate mare and foal from their own mm. buckets if they're turned out maybe in groups there there are lots of little tricks that you can you know you can try you can get big creep feeders which you know some studs will have which stops the mares going in and eating the yeah. foals um foals feed putting more buckets maybe out in the paddocks can be useful if you've got a group of mares mm. and foals so if you're feeding say you know six foals you know pop seven or eight buckets of of your stud balance for argument's sake sort of out in the paddocks to make sure that you know all your foals are getting everything that they need from a nutrient point of view mm. um you know, making sure that you've got similar groups of you know age groups you know yeah. out in the paddocks which makes it easier for you to feed yeah so there are lots of little things that you know that you can do to make sure that your foals are getting mm. you know the, the right and balanced you know yeah. balanced diet yeah so moving on to the yearlings i mean very often um they are in a sort of um ugly duckling stage of their development aren't they but it's almost more critical for these young ones to to be getting a, a balanced diet isn't it so what sort of things might you see with with the yearlings yeah i think i think sometimes what happens is that they're weaned and they may be sort of you know put out to pasture for example and maybe sort of bucket feed and feeding them can sometimes be more tricky when they're out in in you know in 
herds or they've got a group of them um, or they're just left out um, to keep, you know, munch on the grass. And what we quite often see is that you will um, have a yearling that maybe has got quite a big sort of grass or sort of, you know, hay belly where they have been sort of just left out in the paddocks um, and maybe they're not receiving, you know, quite the right amount, if any, hard feed. Um, so in this instance, it's really key that they are getting the right amount of, of concentrate. Still a stud ration, it's really important to make sure they're getting enough of the quality protein, vitamins and minerals, etc., to support good growth. We quite often see that maybe they're lacking in muscle at this, at this kind of age. Um, whether that's because there is a disparity or whether they're maybe not feed, being fed the right amounts or mm. whether they're being fed the right type of stud feed. Um, so you might need to sort of tweak your rations um, and make sure that they are getting the right amount. You might need to possibly move um, from maybe a low-calorie stud balancer if they may be a little bit under where you'd expect them to be, maybe to push a few more calories into the ration um, you know, to make sure they're maintaining enough weight um, and condition and therefore ultimately you know, muscle tone as well. Equally, if there's lots of grass, um, you may need to possibly bring them off the paddocks and maybe look at some, you know, a low calorie stud balancer. Um, but it is really key to make sure that you're feeding the right amount of your stud feeds all the way through. And if there's, if you've got any queries, it is all on the back of, the, of, of certainly of our bags, but um, it's always worth a call to a, a nutrition helpline, isn't it, to make sure you're getting it right. Exactly. Because yeah. sometimes it can seem a little more than you expect but it's about the nutrients isn't it and not necessarily about the calories yeah it's really important with your young stock because quite often you think that you're feeding them way more than what they should be getting because they're you know relatively small in comparison yes. to maybe some of your mature horses yeah. the key to remember is that they're growing and developing and actually their requirements when they're young are considerably higher than a mature horse um, so it's really important. You might feel that you're feeding a large quantity, um, but actually you are required, you know, just yeah. to in, just to make sure you're getting the right nutrients in. Yeah. And if you feel that you're feeding too much and they're getting too fat, you know, they, they're gaining too much weight, then actually you may need to look at changing the type of diet that you're feeding. Yeah. Move off of a stud cube or, or stud mix that has higher levels of calories, maybe onto more of a low calorie balancer. Yeah. So it's yeah. just about sort of you know tweaking your ration to suit the body type that, that you're yeah. feeding, really. Yes, absolutely. And then the two- and three-year-olds, I'm guessing, although uh, physically they will be um, slowing down in their growth, won't they? And they'll be starting to look a little bit you know, more n- nearer to the mature horse that, that you're aiming for. But um, what sort of issues do you see with the, with the two- and three-year-olds? Yeah, the big issue that we have here is quite often they're overweight. Right. Um, their body condition score is not ideal. No. Um, it's, you know, quite often we are giving body condition scores of six, seven. In some instances, it's been higher, oh. um, which is really not not ideal. It's not ideal for any horse, let alone a, a young no. horse. You and I'm, I'm guessing up to a point, I know you sort of see regional variations, don't you, a little bit, but yeah. also it, it depends on, on the how the weather's been and what the grass is like with these because they are turned out so much. But yeah. and I'm guessing this year, certainly around here, the, the grass has been pretty good because of the <laughs> yes. rainfall. So um, yeah. I imagine this may be a common problem this year. Potentially, yeah. And I think it's about trying to put into place management techniques that you know you can do easily at home um and that you can maybe bring them off of the grass for example so if you know we've got what four weeks now to the live pituitaries haven't we yeah. so 
you know, maybe if you're looking at a two or three year old thinking, okay, they are looking a little heavy, um, then maybe you need to bring them off of the paddocks, bringing them in, say, at night or during the day, whichever yeah. is convenient for you. Um, looking at your bucket feed, are you, fe- are you feeding them anything? Um, and if you're not, then you probably need to. And that m- may sound silly, me saying that to, you know, someone yeah. that's overweight, but actually it's key that they're getting the right balance of protein, vitamins and minerals yes. because you know, they won't develop that muscle and they won't be developing properly and there will be deficiencies in their diet. Um, And if you are looking at reducing their forage intake, so reducing their grass intake and moving them onto, say, hay or haylage, for example, you know, the amount of nutrients that they're going to be getting will be slightly lower anyway. Yeah. Um, Even as we we know, I mean, you can have amazing grass, but there's still deficiencies, particularly with your minerals. Yes. um, And your protein quality will very much fluctuate um you know throughout the throughout the years so yeah. it is key to maybe look at your stud balances in this instance and look at reducing you know calorie intake by bringing them off of the pastures um and stabling them if, if necessary or reducing strip grazing that kind of thing yes and um it it's there are those then who you know are in a little bit of a quandary aren't they the ones that that are being shown have a bit have a sort of an in-hand show career going on uh, you know as well as sort of looking at the futurity evaluations that can be a a little bit of a conflict at times can't it it certainly can yeah and we're we're all about longevity that's that's what you know we're assessing them for whether they can go on and be successful you know performance sports horses um so it's 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 really key and i think we quite often have there's certainly a few, certainly each year that we have the conversation about <laughs> with the, you know, what what are you aiming for? You know, are, are you looking for showing or are you looking, you know, for, for you know for it to be a sports horse? And so, yeah, and you will get marked down if your if your horse is you know too fat. Um, then yeah. Unfortunately, you will get a lower score. So yeah. it's about managing it really. Definitely, and it is worth um, pointing out that um, we did do a study after we'd gathered quite a a number of years of of data um, comparing body condition score and with the um, evaluations that the scores that the horses went on to get and it was very much um, very clear that the top scoring youngsters also had good body condition scores rather Mm. than fat or thin essentially Um, it clearly did have some correlation so the emphasis is very much about ensuring that all these youngsters have got the best balanced diet um, to support their growth and development so that they can go on and be the mature um, healthy athletes that we're looking for so thank you very much for that Emma for those of you who are interested we have recorded um, a couple of much longer more in-depth feeding podcasts about feeding the mare and foal and the youngsters so do look out for those and if you've got any specific questions about your youngsters ahead of this year's evaluations do please get in touch Um, it's kind of never too late is it Emma to um, make any adjustments that you feel necessary they may not necessarily be visible on the day but um it's, it's certainly well worth um, ensuring everything's as good as it can be as soon as, as soon as you can. So thank you very much for listening. Do check out our other podcasts. You can find them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and they're also now available on our website. <laughs>